we've got, uh, well, a couple of assistant coaches coming up. Scotty Burns a bit later on. But first of all, we're going to hear from Port Adelaide's defensive coach, Nathan Bassett. G'day, Bass, how are you? Good, thanks, Tim. How did we get through the week? And uh, how was that final selection meeting? What was the discussion like? Oh, it, was a, it wasn't a great start to the week. There was certainly some uh, conversations around the way we played uh, last week and and what we need to do to to improve on on how we played. I think within uh, match committee, you know, there's been some parts ticking away where you know we've seen other opportunities to improve or, or places where we think we can address. Uh, some weaknesses and, and potentially improve what we're doing as well as, you know, having needing to replace Ryan Burton. Yeah, exactly. So what is the plan behind that? Because I've just sort of had a look around and I'm, I'm, I'm seeing uh, Bonner's name there uh, and I presume he's the one for one? Uh, Riley's in the team. Uh, you know, he's he's a, he's played good AFL football before. Uh, he's he's played some good footy during the pre-season. And, and, you know, he can play through the midfield. He can play back. You know, if we really needed, he could, he could play high forward. So, you know, he can, he can certainly do a role for us. Well, I asked, um, Timmy this at the start of the show, Freddie. Um, are you more worried about what your guys are not doing or are you more worried about what the Crows can do if they bring the heat for four quarters? Uh, our focus is always what we can do. I, I think we've got some, you know, some really interesting players. I think we've got a a, a really nice selection of, of talent across across the board, um, particularly, you know, at the moment, uh, midfield and forward. And, you know, we, we our focus is, is, is mainly on, on what we can do. Mm-hmm. Can you fix everything in seven days? It was a worrying loss, the Collingwood one. Um, what's the one thing from that loss that that still worries the coaching group? Uh, I think the consistency of our contest, but, but you know, some of it is, you know, the the number of free kicks that we've given away so far, and and to to limit how often we're giving the opposition a head start. You know, I think we've we've given them we're minus fifteen on pre clearance free kicks, which is is basically mm-hmm. you know almost giving a free kick as soon as the ball is either tossed up or bounced by the umpire. So you know, we we can certainly improve there. We can work on our tackling. Uh, technique so that we're, we're getting a little bit lower and, um, and either sticking those tackles or, or at least putting pressure on the opposition so we can mm. try and get it back. I mean, I know it's only a small sample size, two games, you won the first one, but that Collingwood one, I, I, I just think if sides sit back and I'm pretty much sure Nixie do this with his group, let's close down their time and space, let's attack the ball and the body, bring the heat with them because as a collective, you're not good at that, Port Adelaide. Is that a harsh comment, fair comment, or from last week's game, it's a, it's the right comment? Uh, I think our players have the ability to to bring uh, pressure consistently. I think within any uh, within younger parts of a team, you're you're always striving for for greater consistency and mm-hmm. and positive consistency. We we came up against uh, probably close to the best team in the competition, if not the best team in the competition. Last week, and and you know, there's some moments in that game where the what Collingwood did, um, you know, probably overly stressed our players' ability to cope with with the situation. And you know, I'm I'm very confident that uh, when our players pull on uh, the stripy jumper uh, tomorrow, that uh, we're going to go pretty well in it. And Nathan, uh, all all defences, in my opinion, obviously 
I reckon, are either live or die by their midfield putting pressure on. Now, we know that that didn't happen last weekend. How did you address your defensive outfit after the game last week? Uh, look, I think you've still got to be accountable for, for what you what you do and how you play. And, you know, I was probably, I was a little bit, you know, to be fair to say, I was disappointed with, with Ryan's game and, and Aaliyah's game, particularly given how good they were the week before. I mean, they, they, between them, they couldn't do anything wrong, almost against Brisbane. And mm. it, uh, it didn't quite work out for them. And w- within the, you know, the younger parts of the team, you know, Jace Bergwin ended up getting subbed out. And, um, you know, but it, but if the, the older guys around him aren't performing, it's it's really tough as a younger player uh, to perform at your highest level as well. So you know, we, we're looking for greater consistency from our, our senior players. I think now is embracing being the you know potentially one of the better tall backs in the competition. I think I think Ryan has outstanding potential, and and it, you know he's got all Australian capabilities. It's it's around doing it week in week out. Um, bringing the ball back into play, uh, I'm looking at Farrell, Houston, Bonner. Is it is it one that get designated, or is it whoever's closest to the footy? <laughs> I've got a selection of guys that, that uh, trusted to to take the kick ins. You know, Kane's still um, learning, but you know we've, we've had some positive uh, moments from our kick ins in, in terms of what we're doing. Um, so far, so you know it's it's a smaller part of the game, but I think the way you bring the ball back in and, and the way you defend opposition kick in, I think it gives you a pretty good guide to to how ready the players are and, and their intentions, both in offense and defense. Mm. Is it your system, your structure, or Mitch that's costing him a game again? He's been dropped. I scratch my head on this one, Bass. Yeah, I think Mitch is in the end is res- responsible for his performances, and it's it's a combination of lots of things. I mean, Mitch is main strength so far in his, in his footy life has been offence and uh, he's you know he's creating opportunities, he's uh, getting his hands on the footy but at some stage you've got to kick goals and, and kick the ball to your teammates and you know, he's kicked two goals, seven in the first four matches this year so what, the good thing is he's getting shots but when he misses or turns the ball over when he has the opportunity to set up another teammate then it certainly hurts us in offense, and when you've got a, a really strong replacement in Jeremy uh, Finlayson, you know who not just contributes in offense, but also can be our second ruckman and mm-hmm. gives us a, a, a centre bounce player that is a little bit different to most other rucks in the competition. Then you know Mitch has to perform at a high level to, to keep his spot. Fulan text a couple from the fans. Bass Aratio, will he be the sub? And why is he out? Is one and the other one. And we had a caller earlier. Another two have come through. Tom Jonas, where's he at with his form? So uh, Aratio's uh, still, you know, he's, he's missed a lot of footy, and and it's part of that those efficiency pieces in the front half. And, and Mitch is one of them, and Aratio's another. Where uh, you know, you, if you're not kicking goals, well, you better be doing some other things. Um, particularly good either, you know, helping pressure the opposition or help us in defence. And, you know, if I talk about Todd Marshall, even when, you know, Todd wasn't kicking goals probably for the, or a whole lot of goals for the first 50 games of his career, he def- definitely helped in defence and, and even in bringing the ball to the ground and, and did the little things well. So, you know, Raz has missed a heap of footy. We'd, we'd, we'd love what he can do. Uh, he's certainly in the mix to be the sub, uh, tomorrow, tomorrow night. Uh, TJ, his his footy preseason has been has been solid. You know, I mean, he probably didn't have his best day against Collingwood. I thought he had some good aerial contests, but 
Um, got shuffled back uh, a little bit deeper than what he has been. Um, but no, he's been um, pretty solid during the preseason, and you know, hopefully with Tom Clary um, back in, those two can work well with Elia tomorrow. So with Scotty Lysett, he'll do the chop out with Finn Lason and, and Dicko just stays forward? Well, I think we've got different options during the game. You know, if Jeremy's kicked five in the first 10 minutes, we're You're probably leaving. not going to put him in the rut. We'll leave him there. But, um, you know, I think Jeremy gives us another option in the ruck and, and he's certainly done some things in the past that um, have, have helped us. So, you know, it, it, it's you know, he's had a you know, tough 18 months in his life, but um, more often than not, when we've asked him to, to do a role for us, he's done it well. Mm, excellent. Well, good luck tomorrow night in that uh, stripy jumper, as you put it. Um, all the best, uh, Bass, and let's get a, let's get a win on the board. <laughs> means nothing to your Bass, does it, that black and white strip? Uh, oh, mate, I, it, means, it means plenty. What are you talking about? Like, it's, uh, you know, I, I, when you work it, and and it's probably more than work it at, at Port Adelaide, that's, there's something authentic about the... Uh, the prison bar jumper that, that means a lot to people and um, and it means a lot to the players that wear it tomorrow night and they'll do their best to honour it. Well done, Bass. Thanks for your time. Thank you.